Hello everyone. Good evening. Today is Friday, January 18, 2019. How is everyone? Happy, happy new year. I hope you all started a year strong. Um, I know we are going through this thing called government shutdown. But I pray that uh, it doesn't affect you that much. And I pray that this government open sooner than later. Um, I never heard anything like that. The government is shut. If the government is shut, what do we do? Um, Anyway, but the good news is God's government is open 24-7. God is government never shut. So you and I can celebrate that. You and I um, can uh, cling to that. Um, can hope in that. Knowing that um, human being can do what human being do. Uh, but God still is in the throne. And he control everything. And we should never put our hopes in people. We should never put our hopes in governments. We should never put our hopes even in your pastor, in anybody. You should never put your hope in me. Um, I'm just a human being also. But we should all put our hope in Christ. And if we do that, uh, life becomes so much easier. And we start seeing things different from how the world sees things. Um, So that itself is a message uh, on its own. But the reason I came in today, I wanted to talk to you about um, the verse of the year, the message that I have from the Lord for this year, 2019. Since I I became born again um, for almost four years ago, maybe over four years ago, Every year, the Lord gives me a word or a message that I need to work on. Um, I believe this is a process of sanctification. Uh, maybe it's the way he's shaping me to become, he's um, shaping me as a new creature, like leaving behind everything I used to have in the past and becoming more and more like Christ. Um there's a year, one, the, there's a year he told me I should learn to be disciplined. So that was a message for that year, just to learn to be a disciplined person. Um, another year he taught me to focus and um, because I was all over the place. So I just have to focus to keep my eyes straight, not looking to the left or to the right. Um, and another year, he told me about procrastination. Uh, he touched base on that, that I need to work on procrastination. Uh, and all these messages, I go to, um, to the Bible and to search and find out what the Bible say about this area of life, what the Bible say about this discipline. Um, another year, he gave me a message called, uh, called consistent. I need to be consistent. Um, and so uh, I write them down and I work on them. Um, I'm not saying I, you know, I go all year long perfectly doing them, 
but I do my best because it's, it's something that it's always start from the beginning of the year and I hold on into that until the end of the year and I try to look the progress uh, and for the most part uh, it has been working well um, taking those messages seriously and just focus on one thing um, and, and try to improve it or at least if I have to eliminate it that's what I do or if I have to improve or if I have to add and that's what I do uh, I focus on those messages now this year um, I believe on the th- maybe the third or fourth day of January, uh, I read um, a scripture which was a verse of the day. It was on the book of James, um, James one, verse five, verse one, verse five. Yes, James one, verse five. Um, now I heard this verse before um, oh, a lot of time, and I read it so many times. But this is what the first time that the Holy Spirit that just plumped me to stick there, just to stand there and try to hear it. You know, I heard it, but I didn't hear. Uh, you know, you hear with your physical ear, but you don't hear with your spiritual ear. Um, maybe I would say this is, was more of a revelation to me. So it's just, it's, it's just popped. It, it just stood up. It just lightened up in my, um, my studying, in my meditation, that it made me stay there. So I knew the Lord was trying to speak to me about this verse. And so this is what it reads. James 1 verse 5. I use New King James. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally. Some, some translations say generously and without reproach um, or without finding fault, and it will be given to him. So if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Wow. So I saw that. I'm like, I heard this million times, but this time is different. I really hear it. Now I'm hearing it. So I start to break down. What does this verse say to me? First of all, I find out the word if. The word if is conditional. It can go either way. If maybe it doesn't apply to you, that's why James started with the word if, 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 if any of you. So that means condition. The second word is any. Any is another um, hypothetical. It could be you, it could be me, it could be me, it could be everyone who is listening, it could be some of you listening. Um, so it, it gonna go either way it just he's trying to point out to somebody whom it is going to apply but i would would like to make an argument here that this verse it applied to everybody james could just say to everybody instead of saying if anyone uh, and i'll tell you the reason um so i say if any of you lacks wisdom if you lack wisdom 
let him ask of God. Okay. Lacks wisdom. Now, um, we know that how we get wisdom. We get wisdom by, uh, there's, you know, the world wisdom, which we pretty much get by going to school or being taught by somebody or by experience. And there's God wisdom, which we get from the word of God. And in fact, Jesus himself is the wisdom of God. So I would try to think this may apply to either. I think actually what James is talking about here is God is wisdom. Um, and we know that even the world wisdom comes from God. Um, God instills wisdom to men. Let's say, for example, scientists or doctors or engineers or people who are bright of the brightest. Um, those people, they don't just get wisdom from nowhere. It comes from, from somewhere. There's a source. So we know that God is the source. The only reason we call it world wisdom is because they do not glorify God. They don't give God credit. So men take that as their own credit, as their own wisdom, like they originate it. But as created beings, we do not originate anything. We were made and everything we have, we receive from somewhere. If it's good, it's come from God. If it's bad, it, it comes from the enemy, the adversary uh, of God. So here James is ask, he's telling us that if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Now he doesn't say ask of teacher, ask of professor, ask of attorney, ask of mother or parent. He say ask of God. And he says God gives to all generously so he instilled to all of us generously uh, and without finding fault yeah what it means here uh, you can be the most wicked person but if you ask god for wisdom he will give it to you uh, we know that the world is god is and everything in it uh, and the people who live in it and also the bible say that he sent rain to both the righteous and the wicked it also says that he can use anybody for his purpose. He can put wicked kings in power for his purpose. So when you read all those things and you put them together, you can come to understand that he gives wisdom to all people. He gives wisdom to doctors. How they, when they go and they, 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 they slice somebody's body and they go inside and they start taking apart their organs it's, it's it's a very complex but these doctors they know not because they went to school for 10 years to study the professor who taught them they also get a knowledge from somewhere and, and if you, you keep tracking back you understand that that wisdom came from god it didn't come from human being it came from god it's god who impressed an idea to human being how to operate somebody whether it's a brain or it's a body it's god who gave an idea how to build houses you i was reading a book of uh in fact noah he told noah exactly how to build an ark these people um from babel were trying to build a a, a big tower that will have its top into heaven and god said if these people are united there's nothing they, that they cannot do. 
the unity. If people united, they, there's nothing they cannot do. So he had to come down and, and give them different languages so they can be confused, so they are not united. And, and the world has been like that forever. The reason he did that is because if, if, if human beings were united, maybe, maybe we would be able to do things without help of God. But because we are not united, we cannot. He has to be the source of everything. So here he say he give us wisdom generously and without finding fault. There's time that maybe, let's say you are born again, you accepted Christ, you are in Christ, and uh, you make mistake. You uh, Maybe you fall into sin again, or there are things that just you cannot, you're having difficulties uh, getting rid of. Or you're falling back, you're becoming a little bit cold towards God. And then because of that, the devil also is attacking you. He's coming and saying, no, you did that and you did that. You cannot get anything from God because you are sinning. Like he, the accuser, he's accusing you. So you have that shame, you have that guilt, and you don't know what to do. So you don't go to God because you, because you feel like you have let him down. This verse should give you hope that God give generously wisdom for anyone who asks. And anyone, he didn't say born again, he didn't say Christian, he said any. He give wisdom generously without finding fault. So it doesn't matter. Just go to your father and say, Father, I lack wisdom on this. Help, give me wisdom. Now, um, to... And, it's, and it, the promise is it will be given. It will be given. God will not say, no, I'm not going to give it to you. He will give it to you. That's how wonderful he is. And, and, and this really empowered me to just say thank you for Jesus. Because the wrath that God had for us, especially for us who received Christ, he put in his son. So he doesn't, you, you can sin all you want. It's going to just hurt you. You, like, let's say you are um, a thief. If you get caught, you're going to go to jail. It doesn't matter if you are born again or you're not. Those are the consequences. But is God going to be mad at you? No. His wrath, is he already put it in his son. You can go to, uh, you can be, you know, a womanizer or something, sleeping around. You're going to get diseases venereal disease it, it will not say oh you know he's born again he have christ inside of him so we cannot touch her or him no you go, you're gonna get sick so the consequences of sin will still impact you even if you are born again and god like wants the best for you and he's telling you don't do these things they're gonna hurt you his wrath the one he had for the entire world he put in his son so anyone who goes to his son that wrath is taken away. So even if you, once you are in, you have solved that first problem, which is separation with God. Now you need to keep going, growing and walking in Christ in order for you to grow and change to be more like Christ. But it's up to you. I mean, you still have a choice to continue living wickedly. So you miss all the blessings or to to yield to his um to his way of life as a new creature 
and just enjoy heaven on earth. That's why Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is here, is within you. It's already here. So you, you, you are not going to have to wait until you go to heaven in order for you to enjoy that. You can start enjoying it here now. And so this verse is telling us he doesn't even find fault in you in order to give you uh, wisdom. You just go ask. So the question is, what kind of wisdom is he talking about? I would say there are two kinds of wisdom he's talking about here. The first wisdom is if you are not born again, it's a wisdom to receive Christ. That's, that's, my, uh, that's, what, uh, I, that's the message I got from this verse. Jesus Christ is wisdom of God to us. So if you are not born again, you're going to ask God for Christ. He will give it to you. And you receive Christ. He forgives your sin. You become his child. Now you're connected. There's no more war of, of separation. Now the second wisdom that I, I believe he's talking about here is, is the wisdom now to continue living in um, that new life as a new creature, as a child of God, as a righteous person. So you ask wisdom for everything, really. There's, there's nothing you cannot, there's no limit. Um, you wake up in the morning. You say, hello, Father, good morning, Lord. Give me wisdom for this day. Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to say what? Let's say you, you, you are at the grocery shopping. You, you are at the checkout and you see a girl depressed. She's, you know, ringing, you know, selling stuff to you. But she looks depressed. She looks unhappy with her job. You can right there ask God in your spirit, Father, give me wisdom. What should I tell this, this cashier here? He may say, pray for her. He may say, you know what, buy her lunch. He may say anything. So it's, 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 just, it's just a constant communication with God, asking for wisdom, asking for his will in everything that you do, from the, the words you say, the action you take sometimes you you he might you may you may um want to have a uh, even to be honest even lunch to be honest even the other day for me for example i i ask god i don't wash my hair every day but there are times maybe i need to wash more frequent than other time so i can ask lord should i wash my hair today it's just asking about everything sometimes it's just to make a phone call he may prompt you to call somebody or to receive a phone from somebody and you you look at that phone number you say i don't know this number lord who are these people and what do you want me to talk to them what give me wisdom of of the conversation on this phone call that i'm about to receive and you pick up the phone you'll be surprised what he's gonna be telling you to say um so that's the second wisdom. So, so I believe everybody, all of us, all of us in Christ, we need wisdom. So I would put myself in the group of any, if any of you, which it's me, I'm one of any, lacks wisdom. Yes, I need the ongoing, uh, every single moment by moment wisdom from God in everything I do. So that is the word for you and for me. For this year is ask learn how to ask god for wisdom in everything sometimes it's even you're gonna think these are not important 
but God cares. They are very important to him. And if they are important to him, they are important to you. In the book of Psalms, um, he, he said that the, the psalmist wrote that the, God's thoughts of me are more than the, the grain of sand. Have you ever counted sand? If you just just go to the ocean and start counting how many sand are in the ocean, like along the ocean, you cannot even count. That's the number. And he say he said that the number of thoughts of God for you are more than the grain of sand. So if God is thinking about me that much, don't you think you need to know what He's thinking about you? Ah, uh, so that's the word for you today. Um. If you lack wisdom, which I think you do, and I do, ask of God. Don't ask your lawyer. You went to your doctor's office, or you went to your lawyer, or you, let's say you went to your doctor's office. The doctor come up with some report. Um, you, he, he, he throw out a, a term, you know, a medical term that you don't understand. Don't go to Google that term, what it means. Go to God. Ask God. <laughs> What is this? What does this mean? And what do I do here now? And what is the message here? Huh? You tell him, you're like, Lord, I know the words say everything works out for good to those who love you and those who are the cold according to your will. So what is your will for you on this terminology that I don't understand? And he'll give you wisdom on that. So do you get this picture? So that's the message I got for this year. So learn to ask. To ask. Ask is the word. And you ask God. So that's the message for today. Have a happy weekend. And uh, I believe uh, Martin Luther King Day on Monday. Uh, and uh, I pray that uh, for you who are affected by the government shutdown. I pray that uh, they open this government and... Uh, God gives you wisdom how you handle it during this shutdown in the name of Jesus. Bye-bye.